Hello everybody, Beth again, back with another week. I do apologize for not airing my podcast yesterday. The problem that I was having was I had a couple of people that wanted to get back to me and stuff, and I also dealt with some stuff that happened over the weekend. Nothing really too bad, but then I had to deal with... um not enough food to last for the weekend like really it's like food never fucking lasts around here oh jesus oh yeah don't forget you might hear some strong language but strong language is part of my vocabulary unfortunately so uh this week's topic i'm also going to do i'm going to do some plugs If you would like something plugged for this podcast, I think I'd like to add to the contact thing at the end. And I was thinking of doing like, um, if there's anybody that needs a plug or a shout out or anybody that I could think of, um, my friend, my founder friend, the guy who owns Blind Money Records, I spoke to you about this guy last week, but I'm hoping... As of this recording, he can say that he has a job, a remote learning opportunity for insurance sales and all that crap, or a remote work opportunity, sorry. Everybody's talking about like remote learning, and I am going to talk a little bit about my personal experience with remote college learning, so y'all just hang in there. We'll talk more about that. I don't like Blackboard. And I don't like any other college online thing, except for, like, some of the Blackboards. I've dealt with Blackboard before, but it's actually quite good. It's it's really good, though, but really, come on. Anyway. I do want to say I love this. I love this thing, and I'm sorry to say, but Anchor took away the ability to do tags and categories and stuff. So yeah, um, not sure what to do there. Anyway, on with the show. Well, um, Let's talk about online learning. I know a lot of y'all have kiddos on on your uh, payroll, or should I say your family roll call? I don't know how to say it, but I have a lot of parents who love listening to stuff. But here's the deal. If you're a college student or you're a parent, listen up. Online learning is a bitch, okay? I'm sorry. I do not like online learning for a few different reasons. One, collaborating with others is not always possible. Two, you have to deal with the accessibility of the online platform. Three, blind kids are frequently not exactly considered when it comes to education. I believe, although I am not a member of the NFB, I think the educational initiatives they've been doing are phenomenal. You've got the Bell program thingy, and I actually want to give a small shout out in the middle of my segment here to 
all the people who've done bell programs all over the United States over the summer, I am like, okay. But I want to give a shout out to the Colorado Center for the Blind. I feel bad for them in a way because they've just been under, under capacity and they have to be under capacity, which sucks. And they have to do a lot of tech with the students. Like, what the hell? Ugh. Like, really. I feel really, really bad for these blind individuals who aren't even able to go into an accessible kitchen and practice cooking skills in a kitchen that really, really does work. I have been in the kitchen. I hate the gas stove, okay? I personally hate gas stoves and I will not move into a house which has gas because if you smell gas, you gotta get the hell out of the house. Then the house explodes and you have nothing. I will not have gas in my goddamn house. Okay? People, I don't like gas in my house. By the way, you guys, my hair is a mess, people. My hair is a mess. But anyway, online learning is not learning per se. There are some drawbacks to online learning, especially for you blind people, like I'm talking about. Blind people need to be able to learn hands-on, especially in the K through three grades. Kindergarten through third grade, you gotta be learning how to read and write with your fingers if you're blind. So this one's for the blind, you know, parents of blind children. This one's for the children who are blind. But, oh, if you're a college student, what if your online platform for university is not accessible? I will tell you, I have used Blackboard with Eastern Florida State College, formerly known as Brevard Community College, and it ruled. But then they switched to Angel. I didn't get a chance to play with that, but I graduated, so good. I don't ever want to see another online. And then there are some issues with, well, here's another thing. If you're a blind mathematician, you might want to fill me in on this. Okay, Craig David? Thank you. Okay. If you're a blind mathematician, you know how frustrating it is when you are trying to do math blind and online. I hate math. Personally, I, I didn't realize I was any good at Algebra 2. I got a B in that class, okay? That was an in-person learning class. Can you imagine if I did that online? And I want to give a shout out to all the THS teachers and students over at Titusville High School. If any of you are still alive. <laughs> it's been so long. Coach Ronzeval was my teacher. We called him Mr. Ronzeval, but I liked Coach Ronzeval. He was great. He actually, he was one of the best Algebra 2 teachers I ever freaking had at Titusville High School. Can you imagine him trying to teach a class like this online? Okay, we're going to learn about matrices online. Internet words type out. We're going to learn about matrices. 
Are we gonna just like delve into the matrix here or are we actually gonna learn about matrices? I am sorry people, but I cannot possibly understand my math if it's online through pictures. Oh, and there are some visual questions. I had to take geology online and I, I practically could have failed that class because my parents had control of the internet, one. Two, there were visual questions about rocks and stuff. I don't like science, especially when you have to deal with the pictures. And when you're taking a class online that requires you to identify this picture, that's unfair. You cannot ask me a question like that and expect me to get the answer right. You cannot expect me to get the answer right independently. And that's another thing. I want to make sure that every one of y'all, the kiddos, the blind parents, the blind adults who are in college, are aware that online learning is just not the best idea. Even if there is a deadly pandemic going on, especially for blind people. Blind people are being forgotten. The Federation already has a survey up and they are asking you to fill it out. Now, if anyone wants to send me an email with that survey link, I will give everybody that survey link next week. Okay, next week. And I'm going to give out the survey link to all those remote online learning people who find it very difficult. Parents, if you are having difficulty with your kiddos at home, I totally like understand why I mean come on you can't even be a parent anymore the teacher should be responsible for your child from at least 9 to 5 while you're out doing 9 to 5 you know what I'm saying you get what I'm saying and here you are doing 9 to 5 while your child is doing 9 to 9 homework I can't get this. I don't understand this. No, we don't know everything. We have to call the teachers. Like every day, I get how you guys are feeling about this. Plus you have to, well, if you're a woman or a man who's at home, depending on who's at home, the person at home has to do the freaking cleaning. Screw the cooking. You can't even cook your dinner. You can't even cook a nice dinner for your family. Because you've been wasting all your time messing around with your child's schoolwork. I totally understand how that would not work. Kudos if you're rich, but if you're poor, and especially if you're black or Latino, Latinx, black or Latinx or whatever, Latine, whatever, I can't say that anymore. Well, if you're poor and you're down the poverty line, it's like, you can't even do stuff. You cannot do anything. And then there's this whole thing about Chromebooks. Oh, I just heard on Next, Laura Hussein says something about how they almost did not have the Chromebook model they wanted, and they had to change the order and change the model because Lenovo had a parts issue in China 
and there were sanctions based on the human rights abuses and all that stuff. Look, I do get that we need to punish China for its human rights abuses. We need to stop doing business with parts suppliers from that country. But there's a problem. Kids need education. Okay? I don't like Lenovo Chromebooks, honestly. But there is something called the Chromebook Duet. And I do want to get that. And I might demo it one day on a podcast. If you guys want me to duo the podcast. If you guys want me to duo the podcast, feel free to ask. Yeah. Remember where you can ask me for all that stuff. You can leave me a message right here on Anchor. Or you can also... Just favorite me, subscribe to my podcast, leave a message on Anchor. I will get notification of that message. Or you can just email me, denverqueen at gmx.com. That is denverqueen at gmx.com. You got it? You got me? Okay, are we following? Good. Anyway. Oh, God. Shoot. (sighs) Stupid iPad locked up. Let's see. We got 10 minutes and 41 seconds. Anyway, I'm going to do my shout outs and plugs. Next, um, I want to talk a little bit about some people that I'm really, really into. And I also want to talk a little bit about basically why online learning how we can substitute online learning for with something else or whatever I think the only way we can is through in-person learning but I like the idea of a homeschool program but I would like a curriculum that is black history friendly and that does not have you know girls submission or women being blotted out of history books things like that. I want something that's women and black friendly in my homeschool curriculum. If anyone has any idea what I'm talking about, just go ahead and message me. Um, Black history is very, very, very important nowadays. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my news of the day. So there you go. I'd like to give a few shout-outs and plugs for people, but first, in the news, people, in the news, and here's my view on this, okay? Uh, Thank you, Steve Kelly, for mentioning the news every time we had your class. And I'd like to say thank you very much to everybody who has been so supportive. Um, the news of the day is about Jacob Blake. I would like to give a shout out to Jacob Blake. And unfortunately, we disabled people who are paralyzed from the waist down. You guys are going to have to help him learn some skills and stuff. Once he gets through the trauma of the police shooting that nearly killed him. But this boy... This, no, this man, he was someone's boy, of course, 
He was once running around as a little boy walking and playing ball. Guess what? Now he's in a wheelchair, thanks to the police. And this is not something to be thankful for, okay? I'm not saying that all wheelchair users should not be thankful they're in their wheelchairs. I'm grateful the guy's alive, okay? But I'm not so grateful that the police are going to have to start supporting him. And I think it's going to take a lot to fight to get the police to settle with the family. Because now Mr. Blake will need intense care. If he does not get independent skills, such as the use of a dog and a special car, he needs barrier-free transportation, he will need a special van, a special van so he can take his family on road trips, he will need to relocate to a place that is disability-friendly, and I think Milwaukee is perfectly fine. Now that he's a member of the disabled community, I am not very happy with how he got to that that place, but disabled country is where we are all at when we're disabled people. I'd like to dedicate this post to Clayton. If you're listening, Clayton, you are lucky. Clayton, you're really lucky because Clayton actually left a scathing review of the Kenosha, Wisconsin police force on their Google Maps location serves them right for paralyzing a young black man. Ew! Don't do that! Seriously! Do you know what paralyzed people have to do? Do you know what wheelchair users face on a daily basis, you you dimwits! You idiots! People in wheelchairs need special equipment to get in and out of their houses. Now he can't even get up and down the stairs. His house is going to have to be renovated. I hope the police will pay for this. It's their fault. He did nothing. Anyway. I hope the police understand. Now he'll need grab bars on his bathroom. He will need grab bars, and he's entitled to all this. Don't write me off as entitled for saying this. Jacob Blake is now disabled. He will have to learn how to transfer only his using his arms. He will have to transfer from a shower seat to a toilet to a wheelchair every day for the rest of his life. There is no one willing to give him surgery that would revive his ability to walk again. He will never walk again, and he will never dance with his daughter when she gets married. How the hell is his daughter gonna have any embarrassment, or gonna, you know, hold down her embarrassment when she tells her fiancé, my daddy can't dance? Fiancé says, why? He got shot by the Kenosha police. I don't know what children he has, but my God, I feel so bad. Now he can't even dance with his own wife at their wedding either. His own fiance, she could leave him. And I know a lot of disabled people 
who have had children stolen from them as a result of disability. I don't think it's a fate worse than death. But not receiving care to alleviate your paralysis and your pain is a fate worse than death. Jacob Blake must be rehabilitated and he must be able to walk. However, however small, however weak he walks, because how's he going to dance with his wife and his daughters? Jacob Blake could have died from that police confrontation. He tried to break up a fight for God's sakes. And now you got him paralyzed. Now he's in a wheelchair. Now he'll have to learn how to do things in a wheelchair. He will have to lose a lot of things. But really, I think that this, this is not the America that I want. A police force that paralyzes a black man so that he can't walk. Someone will shoot someone in a wheelchair and it won't be him. But the police really need to pay for his care, the children's therapy. They should pay up. I'm getting so sick and tired of the police forces shooting black people. This is what's scaring my partner, who is black. Elijah McClain died because he was disabled. At first, he was autistic, and the police shot him for being suspicious. No, you don't take somebody down because some stupid person called 911 and says, there's a sketchy looking black man outside. I think that's, that's grounds for a racist 911 call. I wrote the governor and I said, you need to figure something out. Please get rid of people who call 911 on black people for doing ordinary shit. Excuse my language, people. I'm on a roll. My partner is black. A lot of my friends are black. Some of my best friends are black. This is just not cool. Anyway, yeah. This is what I have to say about the whole Kenosha, Wisconsin case. Please make sure that if you're in the Kenosha police force, that if you're anyone in the Blue Lives Matter camp, shut up and realize that Jake, Jacob's, Blake's ability to dance and walk mattered. You took that from him. Now his life matters more than yours. So you're going to have to pay for his care and therapy and stuff. That whole family needs help. I pray that the Blake family will get the care they need and that Jacob gets a barrier-free house of his own and can do all the things he needs to do and has a wheelchair-friendly house in which he can cook. Because I don't think a group home is a good idea for him, okay? Thanks all.
if you would like to stop listening to all that political crap, I'm not going to talk about it. But I'm only going to start plugging people and giving shout-outs. So if you'd like a shout-out or a plug, I'm going to do shout-outs and contacts all in one fell swoop, okay? But listen, if you guys are interested, Blind Money Records needs money. Cash.me slash dollar sign Blind Money Records. Give him some money, please. He needs to be able to produce his stuff. Clayton is already working on Savage, produced by none other than the one and only John Candler. Jonathan Scott Candler. He is known as a steel guitar player in Arizona, but my God, he is a real good producer. He knows how to do rap beats and stuff. So I want to give a shout out to Jonathan Candler. He's really one of my friends. He stopped by my house one time and I'm really happy he did. But I really like John. He's really funny. He's a little funny guy, but Jonathan will produce lots of beats for you for a fee. He's also got, um, I don't know if he's doing JC hosting, but this guy has a lot of good credentials, so I'm going to give him a shout out right here on the podcast. Um, and Clayton as well. Um, I did dedicate my last segment to Clayton. I talked a little bit about police brutality and its consequences. I do want to dedicate this little segment here to all those who have died as a result of police brutality. I would like to give a shout out to my dear Governor Polis. Jared Polis is the governor of Colorado. I am so glad that he is trying to hold the police accountable for what they have done to Elijah McLean and others here in Colorado. I'd also like to ask Governor Polis, if you want to listen to this podcast, please, please consider the the law that I thought up something that bans you from calling 911 on a black person doing ordinary activities. We need to make sure that 911 is used properly. And the reason why I would ever call 911 is if, God forbid, my water broke, I'm bleeding, I'm dying, I'm being threatened with blood or death by somebody else. And, or I might be threatened with rape or something, but yeah. Um, shout out to all the politicians who are working very hard to try to get us as a country out of the rut that we're in right now because of the pandemic. I also would like to ask if you want to shout out or plug in here on the podcast, The Throne Room with Beth Tarasi, please email me, denverqueen at gmx.com. That would be denverqueen at gmx.com. You send me a paragraph about what you want me to shout out and all that stuff. Your name, your website, and all that stuff. Please include that in your email. Um, Also, I would like to give a shout out to anyone who's ever been on my podcast for interviews and stuff. Please, if you want to be on my podcast, email me or leave me a message. And I will interview you via Anchor or whatever coming up in September. Once iOS and iPadOS 14 come out, I am going to basically um, put the uh, Anchor... I'll put the Anchor app to the test, but I'm going to buy Backpack Studio. I'm going to buy Backpack Studio probably in October. 
I also need to make sure that I have payment for the celebrant who's doing our ceremony in November. And we're going to have that, but I'm not going to talk much about it because, yeah. Uh, thank you all very much and have a great day. If you'd like to, to learn more about my podcast, you can subscribe here on Spotify through Anchor. Go to the Anchor page. That would be the thethroneroom.denverqueen.com. You can also look at my other stuff at denverqueen.com. Hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. I'll see you guys on the next side. The other side, that is.